0: everyone welcome to yet another episode of unboxed the podcast where we unravel the heart and soul of branding marketing and technology um, I have a very special guest today with us uh, it's unlike uh, some of our recent guests we've had we've talked to industry leaders marketing experts but we have a very special guest we have an in-house talent now I don't like to brag about my own team, but we have a very awesome creative design team. And our newest addition is Rovina. We call her Rov in-house. And uh, she's a design graduate. Now, uh, she's, she's, she's doing uh, awesome stuff with for us and uh, we love her work. So that's why we decided to get her on this podcast, just to share her experience. F- f- being someone who's passionate about design, to following up with that with a course, doing a course on design, and then ending up as a designer for a branding studio based here in Dubai. So Rovina, welcome, Um, I know we meet every day, uh, but uh, for our listeners, just tell us a little bit about yourself, uh, your background, your story, and what I specifically want to know is what sparked your interest in design Um, yeah
1: Um, firstly thank you for having me (laughs) Um, I actually talking about how I came into design is I didn't know graphic design Uh, it's a funny story because I was in sixth grade math class and Mm -hmm. I'm doodling on my sketchbook Mm -hmm. Uh, and my maths teacher is like, you should be solving problems like now. Why are you drawing? Okay. And I don't know why, but I just said, like, because I feel like it. And mm-hmm. she, she kind of suggested me to take graphic design. And right. I didn't know what graphic design was, actually. Mm-hmm. So I went back home, told my mom that my mm-hmm. teacher told me to do this. All right. And um, I Googled what is graphic design. And right. I found, like, a bunch of websites mm-hmm. related to graphic design. Mm-hmm but again like I was in sixth grade I Mm -hmm. really didn't think about it Mm -hmm. Uh, and I continued like drawing and everything and I I was actually an art prefect at Mm -hmm. school Mm -hmm. and then I was like maybe this could be a career that I might take up okay Uh, and I did more research and I was in 10th grade and I was Mm -hmm. like I need to start thinking about my future and where I'm going to be what I'm going to be and then I went to my university Middlesex University and I I was like, "This is what I want to do. this looks amazing, it looks mm-hmm. fun, exciting." Mm-hmm. And I went and spoke to my professor mm-hmm. and he saw my sketches and he was impressed, mm-hmm. uh, and that's where it all began. So basically, I came from a family that's very traditional, and they, they really didn't support me being an artist and right. I'm an only child. so okay. they kind of right. visioned me being a doctor okay. or a lawyer. Right. Um, but I opened up to my parents and they supported me in like in an art field. Okay. Um, But yeah, to to be honest, I'm proud of where I am right now. And I'm so glad I made that choice. I I don't think I could be a a doctor or a lawyer. Someone's going to be um, at fault because of me if I took that choice. But I'm glad that I'm here.
0: I think you're in the right profession. Mm -hmm. Before I get into my next question, you said you were doodling in grade 6 in your math class, right? Yes. I want to see your uh, math scores in grade (laughs) 6 because... uh, it would be interesting to know what what you would... Very bad. <laughs> All right. Very bad. Well, you know, uh, it's, it's, it's really inspiring because, you know, sometimes we have this passion, we have this dream, we have this interest, and uh, we never follow up. Uh, sometimes it's a lack of guidance because we are so confused at that age. We don't have the right uh, direction or guidance from our peers or from our parents. Um, And that's simply what happened to me. Uh, I mean, like, I was always interested in design art. I never knew what it was, actually. Uh, And there was nobody else to guide me. So I went on a totally different trajectory, but I ended up somehow, you know, coming back to my passion and finding it. But that took me a lot of time. But because, you know, you were persistent, you were consistent, you had this desire and passion and and everything fell into place. You know, I can say that, you know, you... you you saved a lot of time and I think you're doing great uh, we've seen some of your work and and uh, you know even though we've we've shown clients some of the stuff that we've done that you've created for us and uh, they 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 cannot tell the difference between experienced seasoned designer and someone like you who's just come out of uh, fr- fresh out of uh, design and who's joined our team so yeah nice story <laughs> <laughs> uh, so now, can you tell us something about the course that you've done? Where you did this course, and um, what? How different is it? Now, there's a there's a there's something like you know you study uh, in class something, and then you actually end up doing it. How different is it? What is the gap like? Is there a lot of difference between the two?
1: Um, so I studied in gra- graphic design in Middlesex University. Right. I just finished my bachelor's degree. All right. And and obviously, yes, there's a difference between university and coming to um, a professional environment. Uh, We were used to writing essays about uh, art history, which is something that you don't really do Mm -hmm, now. mm. But I feel like. Because of that information, I am able to understand how has de- design evolved yes. through that stage. Exactly. Um, in terms of the experience, you're basically just taught the basics, the fundamentals mm-hmm. of graphic design. Whereas mm-hmm. when you come to an agency, I'm speaking mm-hmm. in terms of coming to Moonbox, I learned a lot. Mm-hmm. I, I, I thought uh, because I just graduated, I thought I knew, I know everything about mm-hmm. design. But mm-hmm. again, like design evolves and changes through exactly. Like, every month there's something new that's True. going on True. and since i joined here i learned from my peers that i don't know much mm-hmm. about design no way. and it really helped me to understand their point of view because mm. again everyone has a different point of view whereas when you're working uh, when you're designing in university you mm-hmm. have to kind of go to the way where your professor tells you to go True. to so exactly. he has his point of view that True. you should like he guides you True. but when you're when you when i started working here. Um, my peers and my colleagues and stuff, they, they helped me understand that, you know, your ideas are valuable mm-hmm. and you can go as far as you can, exactly. especially um, senior graphic designers true, and stuff. They true. helped me a lot true. in understanding where I'm at and I've evolved from them.
0: I but. think, uh, yeah, um, what you said is absolutely right when it comes to, uh, you know, studying something in, class, in the classroom. Uh, sometimes we don't quite understand why we're doing it, why we're doing this course and why this is relevant. Uh, We may enjoy the process, we may enjoy our time but then when you get into when you get into a career in design and when you're actually doing this stuff everything makes sense you know whatever we studied in class oh this is why you know typography is so important or this is what what all that all that means. so, and, and like you said, what you study in, in, in class, uh, I've done some basic design courses and stuff like that, you know, basic design tools. Um, the, unfortunately, the, the, the instructors that I had were not very creative. They knew the tool, tools inside out, they knew, but I think you need a creative mind to unleash the potential of these tools. So, I think it's a three way if you look at it, it's a three-way um, trajectory or something, where you have you learn something, you have this passion, desire, your creativity, and then you have the the platform uh, to actually showcase uh, these skills. Uh, I think uh, is, is, that, is that, am I yeah. right? Or yeah, uh, that's oh how right. it is. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Um, now, one thing that that's like, you know, there's a, there's a lot of people talking about it. Uh, it's what's happening around us, right? There's a lot of advancement in technology. Uh, I mean, everybody is cared about their jobs. And I speak about it in all the episodes of my podcast. It's something that's really interests me a lot. You know, I, I'm using tools like AI tools like Midjourney, just exploring stuff. And uh, and Midjourney five is amazing. It's got a lot of potential. So, what do you think about you know these env- advancements in technology in terms of uh, how it's going to impact the creative? Uh, industry as such, how is it going to in, 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 uh, in, uh, impact the creative jobs and does that make your life more easier or more difficult? Um, where do you see that going
1: um, in terms of technology evolving, I think we already knew that this is going to happen mm. like if you think about ten years ago you would mm. you would know that robots are going to take over the world mm. and like yeah. AI is basically going to evolve and yeah. stuff like that so <laughs> when i rem- when i was in um 6th grade mm-hmm. or like 7th grade 8th i was telling my parents like why do i have to study why do i need to do this when robots are going to do this for <laughs> me and it's actually a reality yeah, now exactly um, but I-, I would say i'm not afraid of using midjourney or Dali because I feel like it's it's kind of like a, a resource for us, like an, an inspirational guide, like how we use Pinterest and Behance. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So we can use that as inspiration rather mm-hmm. than using that to design for us because we, as humans, we have something called an emotional connection, mm-hmm. something that these AI-generated stuff cannot mm-hmm. compose. Mm-hmm. Um, so... I, in my opinion, I don't think it's going to harm us effectively. But mm. again, we don't know how far are these developers going to take exactly. that software forward. Exactly.
0: Um,
1: I would I would suggest um, to not worry about it and just mm. be free because as design as designers, mm. we are the ones who change trends on mm-hmm. an on and on, and on mm-hmm. basis. Mm-hmm. Rather, we shouldn't we shouldn't worry about AI taking mm-hmm. over. Just do whatever you want. Like design is as creative as be as creative as possible. Um,
0: that's really, yeah. that's, really, that's really a good answer, actually. Um, I think in one of my earlier videos, I was talking about the advancement in uh, AI and uh, chat GPT and all the other tools that's available at our disposal, d- disposal today. And uh, we have two choices in front of us, like either we embrace it or we run away from it. So if we have to embrace it, we have to upgrade ourselves, learn, uh, educate ourselves, empower ourselves um, collectively. And then make use of the technology at our disposal. Something that caught my attention when you said that is like essentially we are at a very early stage of AI. It's just evolving. People, you know, big big names are getting just getting into the race. You know, you've, you've it started with ChatGPT and before that as well. Mm-hmm. But uh, the most popular one recently is the ChatGPT. Uh, Microsoft, Google, everybody's getting into the race. Uh, the only thing is. We are at a very early stage. Um, some, the when I discuss it with my friends, uh, industry leaders, what they say is no, they can never replace humans because we have this emotion built baked into us and stuff like that. But what I have to say is like we are at a very early stage, and technology is evolving so fast. Uh, what if we start baking that emotion into the AI, right? Yeah. So that's when we're going to see some major, drastic, uh, you know like we'll be, we'll be questioning the next existence of mankind and stuff like that, so I think uh yeah um, that that's my take on what you said, but I think Poo, you gave a very brilliant answer just 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 let it be and just yeah. enjoy the enjoy your life <laughs> <And> <laughs> yeah so as a designer as a as a, as, a, as a creative professional. Now, we need a source for inspiration, you know. For me, it's like when I'm in the shower, I just think about something and then I discuss it with the team. Where did you draw your inspiration from? Like, where does it is it come from?
1: Um, I grew up here in Dubai. My whole life I've been here. So, I, w- I was away from India, back from mm-hmm. home. And I... I'm kind of not connected with my roots that much. Mm-hmm. And so when I think about projects, so, O yeah, auntie, my mm-hmm. final year project, mm-hmm. that's something I really connected with because I, I didn't know exactly what my cousins felt. Mm-hmm. And this, these are real life um, problems that are going mm-hmm. on. And so I take inspiration from them. And how do I translate that to something that that's witty and funny, mm-hmm. but also a social cause that we can improve? No way. Um, so these are some inspirations that I try to gather and collectively create something that's more effective and more, it brings awareness to people.
0: Okay. Um,
1: and that's my whole mission in life, is wow. just to bring awareness okay. to people.
0: Wow. Okay, great. So um, speaking about your project, Oi, Auntie, um, you know, I, I, I know that it's got a lot of attention in school and college. Uh, I think you've got some special recognition for that project and stuff like that. But what was the impact? Did you have a lot of aunties knocking on your door <laughs> <laughs> at the end? <laughs> what happened?
1: I did get some angry aunties. Yes, <laughs> definitely. Okay. Um, but the whole idea behind Oye Auntie was about cancel culture. And okay. 2021 was uh, a year where everyone's just getting canceled. And I wanted to include that into my project. But okay. I was wondering, who do I cancel? Who is that one person who who deserves to be canceled? Yeah, right. And I, I came across aunties because yes. they have been there for the like the whole of our lives. Okay. But no one really calls them out. No one really talks back to them because mm-hmm. obviously that they just they'll just use it against you. All right. okay. And I used cancel culture very f- wittily and funny and with the sarcastic uh, tone to uh, call them out on their behavior because I'm part of Gen Z and we mm. don't really handle such talks. Mm-hmm. How do I use that kind of humor to make auntie know that this these are some things that are not acceptable in our generation? Mm-hmm. Obviously the, our, our older, um, generation they don't really want to talk about it okay. but i feel like because we're so outspoken mm-hmm. we don't really care yes. so that's how i that's how i came across Oyanti. that got
0: caught our attention as well like when we were um, looking when we were talking to you initially and uh, i think that was a standout uh, stuff for us when we saw that and uh, not just the design part because you know, you, you have designers, but I think it's the idea behind it, um, bringing the, that idea into reality, uh, the communication behind it, uh, the emotion behind it, and that's what true design is, and that's what we need to. You know, most people don't understand. It's not just about uh, creating something beautiful; it's also the emotion that you want to capture with uh, with your work. Um, you said you, you're part of Gen C and uh, uh, and you're actually an inspiration for a lot of young people who, who you know, uh, are passionate about design, who are probably pursuing uh, or studying design and who want to f- pursue a career in design. Uh, so for those, those, those people, uh, for those, uh, your, your, uh, you know, uh, people in your uh, same group, what would what advice would you give them like let's say you're addressing rovina five years back or three years back or two years back what is one advice that you would give her uh, you know where are you standing right now and uh, what does the future uh, where do you want to where are you going ahead i mean what does the future look like for you
1: well, an advice I would give myself is don't be afraid to reach out mm-hmm. because obviously you wouldn't, you don't know much about what mm-hmm. you're doing right now, but if you t- contact people who have much experience in the field that you're interested mm-hmm. in, they would give you insider information. They would tell you, this is how we do it, or they might help you in the process that you're stuck in. Mm-hmm. So I would su- I, w- I would suggest anyone who is um, just graduating from uni- university or thinking about going to university to never be afraid of contacting people because... Mm-hmm. What what there's nothing that you're gonna harm. It's mm-hmm. just that you just have to just message them or email them great, asking your great. queries.
0: So we have to be persistent. Yes. Uh, we have to make sure that you know we don't give up, and uh, so that we we achieve what we're looking for. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, what apart from design, is there anything that interests you? Any hobbies? Do you read? Do you what what do you do in your uh, spare time?
1: I I would say I draw, but mm. my deepest passion is music. Oh, okay. I that's another passion that I really wanted to do. I wanted mm. to be a musician. I mm-hmm. play instruments wow. here and there, but okay. again, like design is just my whole oh. life. So yeah.
0: Okay. So um, I just want to thank you, Rov. I, I know it's a very short session, but I just wanted to capture your thoughts um, on what it feels for someone who's really passionate about design studying design and working right now for an agency like us um, what does it feel like i just wanted to uh, you to give your f- thoughts on this for people who are in you know similar to you who are confused maybe um, who don't know what to do but they're still passionate about art design and so on so i think what you said makes sense. I think it was brilliant. Uh, it was quite impactful what you said. And um, thank you for spending time with us. And um, I just want you guys to uh, we tell you that we are available on all the major platforms, on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, uh, Google Podcast, and we're also available on uh, YouTube. And you can reach out to me uh, if you want to be part of the show or... Uh, want to discuss anything on branding, marketing, and design technology, I would love to hear from you. Um, I'm available on LinkedIn. Thank you so much. And see you in the next episode.